<laughs> the sound of the exhale. Nice. Thanks. <clears throat> so I'll just try to catch up and be on your level, dog. Yeah, I've had a full day. I know. That's the longest I've ever DJed, for real. I've heard that a couple of times. Oh, yeah, well, from who? From me? <laughs> so, How uh, long did you DJ, Tony? Because I know you're going to want to plug it in. You want to flex. Flex right now. I don't need to flex. <laughs> I don't need to flex that I DJed a little over seven and a half hours today. That's not a big deal. <laughs> How many songs did you repeat? I only repeated one song. What song? Pag by Steely Dan. Why? Because I fucking love it, and I played it like way early in the day, and then right before I left. Okay. First question. Okay, go. Did you play Dua Lipa? Nope. Okay, well, you're shit. Uh, well, I, you know what? What? I actually had a Dua Lipa song charged up, ready to go, because you told me you were going to come by today, and I was like, I'm going to save this Dua Lipa song till Maureen gets here. Then guess who never came? My friend Maureen. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't play Dua Lipa, because you never fucking showed. I'm sorry. I was in a grumpy mood today. All Everybody right. was out, and it fucking stressed me out, and I was just like, it wasn't hot, so I can't even complain that it was hot, but it felt like it was hot. Like, I was sweating. What do you mean everyone was out? Everybody was like nobody I knew. I don't fucking know anybody, but everybody in the streets, everybody, all it literally felt like a normal day in, in Brooklyn. And I'm just like, y'all know that people are still like fucking dying right now, right? There is this disease out here virus. Virus, sorry. True. There's a virus out here. Maybe they didn't get the memo. Um, were people wearing masks? A majority were, but like a majority weren't, or like okay, it's well, one thing. It can't be two majorities. There's true that. one majority. Mostly people were wearing the mask. The thing that bothers me, just because you're wearing a mask, does not mean that you can be right on top of me. Like then, this is what yeah. people are doing. Like they're still just not aware of their self. And this was always an issue normally when you walk down a crowded street, right? Like somebody gets off the bus, somebody comes out of the store. They're so unaware of anybody around them and their personal space that like they always fumble around you. I'm like, bro, you've lived in this city for how long? How are you still not aware of your personal space and where it needs to be in an operating fucking busy city? Yeah. Um, well, you should just come to trash, dude. Sorry. Um, if I could time machine warp, I would. Because I feel like I could have really enjoyed a Saturday and I didn't. But you know what? We'll do over next Saturday. It's true. I was just making sure you got your practice in and you didn't feel any stress. So I was trying to give you your space right now. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Nothing nothing tells the DJ you appreciate it more than by not showing up. It's like it's good. It's good. Thank you. Thank you. That's the, that's the first time I've DJed in New York ever. Oh my god, I'm such a piece of shit. <laughs> Well, I'm glad your real friends at Trash were supporting you, not me. Thank God, thank God. No, I, like, because when I moved here, I was DJing, like, four nights a week before I moved here. And then I was like, I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to focus on photography for two years. Mm -hmm. And after two years, I'll find a DJ gig and, like, I'll start getting back into DJing again. And this was going to be the summer that I found the DJ gig. And then the summer didn't want you to find it. Yeah, and then Corona said, fuck you. So it was fun. It was, but it's I mean, okay. This is, you know what? It's gonna happen. We're gonna open Underdog. Yes. And it's gonna be lit, and that's where you're gonna DJ. Yeah, for sure. Are you gonna be resident? I'm gonna be the resident DJ. Yes, <laughs> at Underdog. 
I was, getting my, I was getting my licks in today, getting, my, <laughs> getting ready, getting ready for that uh, five-year plan to open Underdog. I hope that we can do it. I really do. Um, so our prereqs for Underdog is that there is, I want it to be every place that I look for in a um, bar that I would frequent and that I do not have in New York City that I wish existed. Yeah. So Fireplace. A fire. That's. I think that's gonna. Of all the things on your list, because I know your list, I think that's gonna be the hardest one. I'm gonna say, unfortunately, there's op- a lot more opportunities and spaces becoming available, but probably in five years they will no longer be. <laughs> It'll be back to what it was a year ago. Yeah. Um. Still, I just think like fireplaces, like. You don't really see places with fireplaces. Well, they shouldn't. That's why I'm not going there. (laughs) (laughs) What about an outdoor fire pit? Yes, there is. Oh my God, there was this place. That's probably more doable than the indoor fireplace. In Williamsburg, when I first moved here, and it was so cool. The backyard was like that. The backyard had. I think I might have taken you guys there. One of the first times that you guys were out here when I lived off of Central. What and was it called? I don't remember. It was all white. Yes. I like have memories of us and we we're sitting in the fire pits in the back. Okay. Anyways, I would maybe, I, I, know, I don't know. I want it to be retro and cute. And the whole reason why I want a fireplace is every winter I always want to go to a bar that has a fireplace. And put my toes against it. Put your toes up to the fire. Yeah. And like, this just sounds like everything I would want. And being toasty. I think an outdoor fireplace would be fun, though. Let's do both. The I, world is our oyster. So outdoor space is on top of it. Yeah. Um, A dance floor. Okay. Yeah, definitely. A dance space. Because yeah. we want a space to dance. <laughs> mama got to dance. Um, We also said a jukebox, right? Yeah. Um, But it has to be, like, clever and cute. And it has to be retro. Yes. Um. And then we said one long bar, like I'm okay with that. And then um, one long bar, yeah, yeah, not like yeah, no, no multiple small bars, one long bar, and booths to set. And then um, we want it to be behind a bodega. I'm not going to go into too much detail because you motherfuckers might take my deal. But it's going to be an, an by a bodega or in front uh, behind a bodega It'd because. Be a because so i know how you motherfuckers get drunk and want a snack i'm gonna bring it right to you exactly or at least i know i want a snack all the time so we're gonna have a signature bloody mary oh yeah i forgot about this and then a signature Um, key lime pina colada well like we'll rotate the um pina coladas and we'll rotate the um bloody mary's okay so like it could be bloody mary's it could be a mix a a tomato what is it? A tomato mix? What is it called? It's like a clam kita or whatever. Oh, um, it's like popular in Canada. It's like cl- that's not what I'm fucking saying, but okay. it, no, I'm saying <laughs> the, the one where they put like clam clam juice in the Bloody Mary. No, the actual mix is called something as like clam. Clamato. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um. So clamato is. 
so we could use a clamato base and change it with different alcohols or like add a spicy chipotle a jalapeno don't give away the recipes right i'm not they're just in my head um and then we do a variety of pina coladas and i think we should start with a key lime but like we could go oh my god like a strawberry one. Ooh, Ooh a strawberries and cream. Ooh. A peaches and cream. Ooh, peaches and cream. You remember that song? Yeah, who sings it? Um, fuck, I don't remember. Is it like it starts? What is it? <laughs> peaches and cream. Um, who? Jada Kiss. Is it Jada Kiss? I don't think it's Jada Kiss. I don't know anything. I'm pretty sure it was like a R and B group, like a men's R and B. Wasn't Jada Kiss R and B? dog are you kidding me right now yeah all right moving on i'm not i'm not even gonna I, it's honestly it's too easy to fuck you up on this one so we're just gonna move on no jada kiss is a rapper oh we're not putting this in this this takes away all my street credibility we cannot delete delete abort because i'm sorry that's how i go <laughs> mission failure mission failure oh man um talking about street cred have you watched the new wap video yeah can we talk about it okay what are your what do you think um i think it's like stylized really good you do i mean like as far as like like okay i'm not saying like i like it It, how do i put it there's a lot of attention to detail in like the sets and all that shit although i don't know how much of it is like computer rendered and how much of it is real so there's that um i honestly (laughs) controversial opinion don't really like the song i don't think it's good yeah and also the music video is the censored version of the song oh she keeps saying wet and gushy and i was like and that was the first i heard the song was someone sent me the video and i listened to it and i was like wet and gushy why is this song called wop and then i had to go (laughs) listen to the song and i was like oh i got that you didn't get that Wet and gushy? No, that that would be. Oh wag. well, I knew the name of the song, so I just kept on assuming. I just I was like, "What's WAP? What's the WAP? Wet and gushy? Wet and gushy? What the fuck is she talking Damn, about?" You really don't get a lot of fucking like sexual puns because you didn't fucking get the fucking deep throat last Maureen, week. The song is called WAP. All W capitals. You just, just didn't no, put no, no, two no, no, and no. two together. Just hear me out. Oh, okay. It's all capitals. WAP. The first time I hear the song, the chorus is going wet and gushy. So I'm sitting here thinking to myself, why is it called WAP? So I keep listening to the song, trying to figure it out. And then I'm like, this must be a censored version. So I go and I listen to the original version. And she's saying wet ass pussy. And I'm going, oh, okay, that makes sense. But like, this is what I was wondering. Mm-hmm. It's 2020. Mm-hmm. Where do people consume music videos the most? Um, right now, YouTube. Exactly. Like, who the fuck watches MTV anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Why are you putting out a music video for the censored version? Oh. What the fuck is the point? Why put out, why put out the censored version of the song in the music video? I, I don't really... I, 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 I don't understand the... Well, and... You know, I mean, talking about that, too, also censorship, right? You're putting out the censored version of the song but i don't feel like that video was censored enough yeah it's not like it's a very suggestive video but like i mean i'm you know what i you know i don't I, like cardi's outfit wearing her titties are half out you want to know when i what? turned it off 
I turned it off when, when Kylie came when Kylie out. made an appearance. Fucking I trash. just was like, I saw her come on and I was like, does she have a verse or something? Like, what's going on? And it's just like, oh, we're just gonna get Kylie Jenner to walk in a couple scenes in the video, and I just was like, this is fucking stupid. And I turned it off because now you're not on the same team, the- hon. You're not sitting at the same table. You ain't the same. So like, who paid who? What was the idea behind it? Did like once again i also think it's like really whack that like i think like to me like cardi b huge superstar megan the stallion currently huge superstar like you don't need to put kylie fucking jenner in your video like what what were you were there any other celebrity appearances in there yeah, i didn't finish so it. the other um they start going to the other rooms and i don't know who this artist is I know what her name is, but she has like a weird name that like I probably wouldn't be able to pronounce. So I like kind of <laughs> like um, she's in it. I It's not like Shorty or Swatty. What is it? Sweetie? Sweetie. It's not her, but like she's up in that up and coming new genre of girls. And it's not Flo Mil- Millie, but she's kind of got like that. But t- it, was it a musician? It was a musician. And then they had Rosalia. And so that was the only place that got respect out of me. But like Rosalia looks so out of, she didn't match it. So like. She, I don't know who Rosalia is. Yes, you do. Because I showed you a video of her and I was like, you would love how she looks. And you're like, oh yeah, that's my type. Okay. I love Rosalia. <laughs> but I don't remember who she is. She. Um, what does she do? She's a singer. Okay. She did a Travis Scott song called TKK or something just recently. Okay. So they had two other musicians make appearances on mm-hmm. there, like cameos without singing anything yeah. or saying anything and Kylie fucking Jenner. Yeah. It just felt like all over the place. It wasn't like, you know, like when they had those type of videos that like show multiple like cameos just to like, kind of like flex. Yeah. Um, which I felt like it was more their flex. Like, Oh, look at, we got all these friends. Like think of like Maroon five, their last big song that was like all the way I love you or whatever. Yeah. They had a bunch of cameos. Think of like George Michael, like he's got to have faith. That was his comeback with like his flex of all his models. Right. Right. So this is, I feel their flex. Like we got I, these people in our circles. I get that. But like, Cardi, superstar. Megan the Stallion, current. They don't need the poll. They're flexing. They, they like, I get, okay, and now here's the flip side of it. I think it's cool that they put the other two girls in there because I don't think they're on the same superstar level as those two. But I would say, I arguably, feel like, I feel like Rosalia is in Barcelona. Rosalia at the same time was blowing up like Cardi and like she was huge for the Catalina people or okay. Catalonian people. I mean, that's cool, but I'm saying in a US market, which is like, typically the market that yeah but aren't you trying to be international no no no. i'm i'm just saying that in the market we're in mm-hmm. you know that th- especially the market that like the two the two girls that they put in it are like up and coming in the u.s market right they might mm-hmm. be huge in other markets but they're up and coming here but then like kendall jenner it just i don't know it it, it, it that's just whack to me i just i don't know all i pray out of many many of the losses of this year our biggest win is that the kardashians are fucking canceled like i hope they're fucking dead at this point like i'm fucking who's what's gonna cancel them so much um courtney not courtney chloe got back with um her cheating ex oh that's drama that sells keep going (laughs) oh touche touche yeah Um, i'm just thinking how chris is gonna spin it well it's just amount of like exploitation they have done on the black lives 
and this probably should not be anything coming out of my mouth right now because but I feel that as much as they have taken away from the creativity and been influenced in their personal culture by black black create black people yeah they where were they where were they i honestly don't pay any attention to them so i don't know if they said or did anything they didn't really and like a lot of it was joint and i could see i mean it was separate like kanye like um floyd um floyd george floyd's um daughter he paid for her college oh that's like, sick yeah so there was a lot of separate things and i shouldn't even be talking like, i don't know enough but i just feel you know what Going all the way back to Chappelle, it's nobody's fucking job. It's us as a society job. It's no fucking celebrity's job to lead us through this right now. So, yeah. And maybe they were doing what needed to be in their headspace. So I'm coming from a place. I try to understand you guys. But I also maybe would love the drama and see you guys fall because I don't really agree for a lot of the things that they stand for. Yeah, I um, I'm not a big Kardashian fan. I mean, like, I'll acknowledge that they're gorgeous people um yeah so that's where i get i feel conflicted like am i hating on them because they're gorgeous women but like no also like i'm hating on them because i feel like you've made as much as you have brought you guys up to be these respectable gorgeous women you have altered yourselves in so much to be this epitome for people that they uh, like, they um, feel that they need to obtain their self too and it's not even done and they don't have the means to it's for most people it's an unobtainable level of beauty yeah because you can't get like like no one typically genetically looks like that it is an unobtainable level of beauty and i think like they've really i would argue that they have i mean like there used to be that meme that was like doctors only know how to make one face and it's just like a bunch of different girls who look like a Kardashian. But it's like they've definitely altered beauty standards. And I don't mean like, how do I put this? I think they've altered beauty standards in a way that like so many women want to look like them. And it's just yeah it's just not obtainable like a lot of it is not obtainable like okay you can do your makeup like them you can get your hair cut like them maybe if you're you know it's almost like narcissistic if, like i'm putting myself at such a hierarchy <laughs> i'm holding myself to such a high level you guys can't obtain this so like i will always forever be this you know yeah. um and then also it's like but can i like also like they already ch transcended what beauty standards were before even half of this plastic surgery. Yes, maybe you guys were cleaned up a little, but you guys changed. They Kim led. There was multiple people also a part of that movement. J Lo, fucking um, Amber Rose, all of the curvy, very hippie women at time be prior to the two thousands, the mid two thousands was viewed as sexy and the objective body that everybody wanted yeah um not since like marilyn monroe and that type of signature body um our body glass figure was actually like we went from like the 70s to the 80s to the 90s so i think they didn't even need the plastic surgery i mean i don't think so either it's I, it i just think like they've altered the like beauty standard to some extreme degree that like I feel like a lot of girls 
might, I can't say they do because I'm not a girl, but I would assume that a lot of girls probably have self-esteem issues based off of that kind of stuff because it's this unobtainable level of beauty. But also... But don't also, get me wrong, it also, existed prior to the Kardashians I'm too, not, right? I'm not saying it didn't, but also now it's like it's become such a norm with so many big name celebrities to alter themselves to look this way that the beauty norm has changed so much that even I feel like men are almost conditioned to like observe beauty in a certain way or like acknowledge a certain, I don't know. It's like, think about it like this, right? We talked about it before. Like um, back in the day, it was all about big boobs. Everyone wanted big boobs. Everyone wanted big boobs. And like, if you didn't have big boobs, say you had a big ass or something like that, like that wasn't like the norm. So like women were self-conscious about it. And like, because of the way, like, a lot of guys were conditioned to think they weren't really into that until the ass got more popular or whatever, you know, having a big ass, whatever. So now it's almost like, um, I don't know. It's just like weird, like beauty standards are weird. And like, you know, like when we talk about like celebrity crushes and stuff, like I try to, I used to always say, uh, I liked Chloe. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Khloe Kardashian. And then I stopped saying I liked Khloe Kardashian because realistically, it's like Khloe Kardashian does not look anything like she used to she look. Used to be, I, she was one of my favorite, too, because she was like so unique. She didn't look like any of them. Right. And she was gorgeous. She was tall. And like she had like I like a thicker like type of like face like that and everything. I just also thought she was the funniest one. Like when I used to, cause like Jasmine used to watch that show all the time. I've seen so many fucking episodes of it and it'd be like, I mean, she's the only one who's funny and gets it that it's like, I don't know. So it as felt a like guy, she didn't take it too serious and the rest of them did. What goes for you? A, does a personality more than looks? It depends. I mean, honestly, obviously the first thing you're going to notice on someone is the looks, you know? Um, the first thing you notice is looks because you don't, unless you somehow meet someone blindfolded or in a dark <laughs> room, you don't get to know their personality first. Mm -hmm. So it's always going to be looks first. But I mean, realistically, like I might think you're hot. We might talk some, we plan to go on a date. We go on a date and we're on the date. And I'm like, if your personality is whack, like, let's say we're talking, oh, this is my favorite. Like we're talking, you know, you said your piece. Now I'm talking about something and you cut me off. I'll just shut up. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'll just like listen and I will never go back to the story that I was telling. And I will see if this girl says, I'm sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? Like finish what you were saying. And like recently been on some dates and uh, <laughs> and I get like cut the fuck off in the middle of talking. And like, you know, they won't even acknowledge that I was talking. They'll say their piece and then I'll just be like, uh-huh. And I'll just let it go silent. And I'll just be thinking in the back of my head, like I was literally in the middle of a story right now. And so it doesn't really matter how hot you are or whatever That's it is. That's like your door test. What is it? The, the Bronx story? You know, like you test the girl to like if she pulls over to get you your door open if, when she's sitting in the car. I don't remember that. You, oh, the Bronx Tale. Sorry, the Bronx Tale. I've seen a Bronx Tale, but yeah, I don't remember. He said when he was going on the date with a girl, the guy that was his mentor or whatever was like, you know how you know if she's a one? Um, 
put her in her door and see if she goes leans over to unlock the door for you. Oh yeah, I had someone tell me that when I was younger too. Uh, and God, I, so I'm sick. Of, we're always going to the same things. We're not talking about movies. Okay, anyways. No, no, no. But I mean, we should watch a Bronx Tale after this. Okay, sure. Yeah. Down. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, it's true. It's it's like that kind of a thing. So like, it doesn't matter how hot you are, or whatever. Like at the end of the day. If like personality wise, it's just not clicking. Like, uh, it, it's it, it's not ever gonna be built to last. Like, it might be fun, it might be a fling, it might last for a month or two even. But eventually, like for me, I'm just gonna be like, okay, well, clearly this doesn't connect, and on to the next one. Say on to the next, next, on, on to, to the, the next, next, one. next, <laughs> on to the next one. Man, that's such a good song. Yeah. I like. I think that was like one of the last Jay Z songs I liked. Maybe one of the last ones I liked too, honestly. Yeah, but that was my anthem. Like two thousand and eight, when I broke up with my ex. No, sorry, two thousand and ten. I was like, on to the next. And I did. I, I've been single since. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked out. <laughs> I'm just going through so them so fast. You know, they ain't landed. <laughs> Whatever. Um. So talking about oh no i i asked you also like do you find do you think there's going to be a turn that men find natural beauty over this artificial or do you think you guys will always be persuaded to what popular culture is um i mean i'm sure i don't know i think popular culture is always going to lead the trend for the majority of people you know um but i like an argument don't you think most men a lot of men are getting sick of that cookie cutter porn star yeah i mean like okay if i'm like on one of the apps or whatever Uh and i'm scrolling through and i come across a girl who looks like she is doing like the kardashian beauty plan more or less you know i swipe no oh really oh yeah if you've got the time to make yourself look that fucking good like you're we are probably not gonna like (laughs) get along very well in the long run because it'll be like it just whatever it is i don't know i just it kind of goes hand in hand with personality but i find that a lot of girls who are that over the top with the beauty end of things like don't get me wrong like i i am attracted to a girl who likes to like make sure she, she like and i'm not saying this is the way it has to be for all girls i I I love all women, you know, <laughs> just full disclaimer here. But what I find myself attracted to the most is typically a girl who like um, takes like a certain level of pride in her appearance when she goes out. You know, you like a girly girl. Yeah, I do. I do. Definitely. Like I like a girl who likes to like put on makeup and get dressed up and go out even if they're just like going to the fucking grocery store. Definitely. Um and I mean, I've been attracted to girls who aren't like that too, as well. But typically, that's what I find myself mostly attracted to. I totally forgot where the fuck I was going with this, though. Um, if you think you'll be attracted to people with like plastic surgery. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. What I was saying though is like, I, I mean, typically, I'm attracted to a girl who is takes a certain level of like um, pride or care in her appearance, right, when she goes out and stuff. But if it's like. If I look at someone's pictures on like Tinder or Hinge or something like that, and it feels very like curated beauty, if that makes sense, you know, staged, yeah, no, like real photos of her in action, yeah, like like you know, like influencer type photos, 
I'm swiping no because it's already like, oh, uh, you and I are just not on the same brain frequency. It feels like because like, I mean, like I don't, th- I don't think anyone intent. Well, I mean, you might if it's funny, but for the most part, no one intentionally puts up bad photos of themselves on those. I things. did. You told me my one photo was ugly. <laughs> well, that's just a friend looking out, you know. <laughs> Um, but it's one of my most liked ones. Oh. It's be- I think it's because I'm slutty in it. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. Um, but still, like, uh, but there's still like all I like. I feel like if your photo doesn't really show your person, I feel like your photos on those things need to show your personalities. And if they don't really show your, if your personality, I guess, looks like ugly and slutty, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> if your personality on it looks like influencer type shit. I'm just not into it. Well, I'm at least they're being no. fucking authentic, and like, you know? I mean, there's definitely girls on there all the time who I'm like, wow, this girl's really fucking hot. Nope. Not not even going to waste my fucking time because I feel like the conversation would be horrible. <laughs> God awful. Maybe that's just me stereotyping and maybe I should be more open-minded, but... If you don't find it, you don't find it. If you don't think it's attractive, why push it? It's not that I don't think it's attractive. Like I think these girls are hot, okay, but I'm just, but from my personal from my personal experience. Okay. When a girl is like that level of like hot, is it maybe also the personality your own is not that level? Oh, is it also your self esteem? Like, dude, am I gonna hit on somebody this hot? I feel like I gotta put in more work. I don't know. I feel like my self esteem is pretty good when it comes to the the dating world i guess okay well that's good like tell me how to get there (laughs) i don't know i mean like not to sound cocky or anything but i'm like got all my hair (laughs) under 200 pounds (laughs) dead ass dude 35 years old in pretty decent shape like under 200 pounds got all my hair people constantly tell me i look like 27 or 28 i'm great with that you know like I feel pretty good. I feel like, and like, I'm not an. And guys, he's so bronzed right now. I'm I'm like a bronze (laughs) god right now. But no, I mean like, like not to fucking stroke myself off here, but like, I'm like good in a conversation. I can talk to anyone, you know, as long as you're not like brain dead. (laughs) Um, I would say that you probably could talk to a brain dead person better. (laughs) Probably could. Yeah, for real. Um, but like, no, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a catch, but like, yeah, I'm a catch, whatever. <laughs> um, so I was listening to our podcast today when I was getting ready. You vain bitch. Oh, I'm just trying to take notes and be better. No, like, I know. I listened to it. Uh, are we actually funny? Are we actually good? Oh, we should just pack up ship and fucking, I can't return these mics. Um, anyways. Have you felt that way yet? No, I always feel good when I listen back to him. I'm like proud of it, and I'm proud of us for doing something like out of this. And yeah, I think it's cool, and I like hearing everybody's reaction. I'm just not really good at like even in my current job. Like if somebody's like, "You're amazing," I'm like, always find a way to like downplay it and be like, "I'm a fucking horrible person." Yeah, you got to stop doing that. I found like that was for me when with like photography stuff Mm -hmm. when when I finally started to like kind of hit my stride. And like people started giving me praise. I always used to be like, oh, yeah, I could be better. Oh, I could do this better. Yeah, it's whatever. And like I would always downplay it. But like I feel like if someone gives you a genuine compliment, just like absorb it. Just take it in and just be like, oh, that feels good. And then just say thank you. I appreciate it. Like 
I normally say like if anyone compliments the podcast to me, I'm just like, thank you. Like, honestly, we've been working hard at it and it feels really good to hear people say that. So it means a lot. Thank you. You know, but like, don't. I think, you know, what the, my thing is, especially for work, it's like I'm not where I want to be. So I don't I don't let myself get a big head about it. So like, yeah. OK, if I thought we were really great right now, like, am I going to stop hustling? Yeah. So, like, that's where I'm at. No, that's true. I mean, we definitely want to just continue. I still, to- like, haven't obtained any of my goals off of it. Like, we haven't got a gold tooth. <laughs> we haven't got a C-do. We haven't. I don't have any measurables yet off of this. Oh, man. Nobody told me that they love me yet. <laughs> Someone call in. Leave us a voice message. Tell us you love Maureen. If it's Gina or one of our friends, I appreciate you. <laughs> anyone she'll take it from anyone right now she needs some love um so i um was going through it and there was one time we were talking about um you not letting people or like guys in general not letting girls spend the night because like they didn't want them to they don't want them to spend the night because they didn't want to spend any time with them besides like sexual right right so you know I went through my whole roster, right? And was like, which one of you motherfuckers didn't invite me to, stay, to spend the night? And Dude. why are you still hitting me up now? You don't like to hear me talk. I feel like this is the second time you've told me this, though. <laughs> it is. But I'm bringing it up for the podcast because we never went into it. Anyways. um, So do you think this is why doctor doesn't want me to ever, like, he only wants to fuck me on weeknights? So he can kick you out after? Yeah. Maybe. Because he literally has to go bed by 11. So just go fuck him and go home, dude. I need you to fuck this guy and get it over with. <laughs> Honestly, I've been hearing about him since I fucking moved here. I need you to just go, like, literally go. And I need you to give, like, the best fucking performance <laughs> of your life. Literally fuck this dude's brains out. And I mean it. And, like, just, and then as soon as you are done, uh-huh. leave. I need to. You need to fuck his brains out. Okay. Well, I finally have just gotten to this mindset, right? Like, that I accepted that. Like, we will not have a relationship. It needs to be just pure sex. Yes. And then fucking Corona happened. Hardcore. Yeah. And then as soon as Corona, and then I started seeing him, dude. And then that was done. And I needed a fucking rebellion sex. But, like, he works in a fucking highly, like, infested or infected. <laughs> infested. <laughs> infected. Um, <laughs> hospital so that wasn't safe and then on top of it then when it started being safe he fucking broke his foot or his leg or something Maureen what and now I just got my boobies done and we're at least another whole fucking six <laughs> weeks out <laughs> listen uh-huh. as soon as you can go over there uh-huh. and fucking fuck his brains out uh-huh. I need you to do it okay. But you, we that's soon, what I owe to listen, your, our friendship not to myself <laughs> You owe it to yourself, too. But as soon as you're done, you okay. need to just say, all right, I'm going home. And just up and leave. Why? Because just because it's going to do one of two things. He He's either going to be like, oh, no, stay, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And you're going to know how it is. Or he's just going to be like, all right, see you. And then you'll know what it is. But either way, go in there knowing you're going to fuck his brains out and you're going to leave no matter what. You, you know I'm not spending the night. He gets up at like 4 a.m. What am I doing at 4 a.m.? I ain't fucking taking an Uber no, there. No, I mean like literally like dude comes, 30 seconds later you're putting on your underwear and leaving. Oh, yeah. Like show up with an agenda. Okay. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Because that'll fuck with his head 
one way or another. Oh, okay. We should have posted this. I know it'd fuck with mine. This, that motherfucker ain't listening. He would have said something by now. You think? Yeah, because remember we were... T- okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I think somebody like that would listen. I don't know. I don't know who's listening or not, because I told you I also matched with like the old, what I thought was the love of my life. And then he, he remarked that... Also, I don't know. I think he just matched me out of pity. So... <laughs> He um he remarked that he didn't want to be on the podcast and I'm like, are you listening and playing coy? Are you trying to fuck with me? And he didn't let he didn't give me any secrets if he was listening or not. So like guys, all my no, but one of my old other daters is listens a lot. Oh really? Yeah, and he's like, you can use me if you want. And I think he wants me to bash him, but I have nothing really bad to say about him. So I'm sorry. Sorry you were uneventful, dude. <laughs> no, he was eventful. It was a good time. I'm going to say he is probably one of my top dates. Oh, okay. Yeah. My, yeah. I I'm sorry to talk date. shit on you, man. You sound like a great guy. Well, I also haven't dated a lot. So <laughs> the bar's really not high. Sorry, man. You sound like you could go one way or the other. Not sorry anymore. If you're listening. <laughs> um yeah so okay so that's the plan for that okay well that didn't really go any further but you know like i don't know why it bothers me about him (laughs) what did you just say (laughs) okay that's the plan for that well uh yeah i didn't think that got any further anyway and then you went right back into a stream of thought but before that i was like what the fuck are you saying about the people that won't let me spend a night oh yeah um well you know But, like, I also had this one guy that I would hook up with all the time, and he never wanted to spend the night. And he was just very point blank about it. And I'm like, dude, that's cool. Yeah. Like, you were just, like, point blank. I knew it was never a thing. Okay, now let me ask you this. Did Uh he tell you beforehand, like, I'm not... So, you guys would get done, and then he'd be like, So, how it happened is we first had our first date, and I'm like, he was living... um, He was temporarily leasing a a place in um, the LES. And we went out for drinks. I'm thinking, I think maybe we went on two dates. But by the second date, he walked me back to my apartment. Yeah, okay. First date we met, we didn't do anything. I think we kind of made out. The second date, he met me up by my house. Um, He walked me back and then he texted me and was like, hey, um, I wish that you had invited me up. And I was like... Um, I don't have people over my place, but I'll go over to you. So I Ubered all the way into the Lower East Side and went over his house. The house that he was subleasing, it was not attractive at all. Sometimes you ever think, sometimes you're like, damn, I fucked it in the nastiest place. Why did I even let somebody fuck me in that? Did he have his mattress on the floor? <laughs> it did not. But it was like, oh, a fucking cramped ass studio apartment, like right on Bowery. And like... Bowery and like Prince Street, so like right in Soho. Yeah, you're paying for location there. You're not paying for. Oh, on top of it, it was like a subly, so you know they fucking jacked up that price. And I just remember like the um the I had to pee and the bathtub like was like filled with water. So I was like, I guess not the worst place, but it was. By then, like my wop should have been worth more. That wet and gushy. You yeah. Know? My WAP. You know what's funny is what? um WAP is like a an ethnic slur for Italian. It is, it is. Yeah. 
But are you seeing all the memes about it? Nah. Yeah. I really haven't been on the internet that much the last few days. Because you're DJing the whole day. You're just yeah, today, to the trenches. Yeah, you know what? I just dove right back in. Oh, God, that was so fun today. I'm but glad anyway. that you had fun. But um, so... A lot of it, a lot of politicians are going back and like saying like, this is a disgrace for feminism and like blah, 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 blah. What? What? Yeah, the video. Why is it a disgrace? Just like um, that, like a lot of the like imagery was really offensive. I would say. Isn't the whole thing behind feminism now, though, like. Own your sexuality yeah, type you, of thing. Yeah, be like, like out. Mean, yeah. Yes, and I think Cardi's like that. So, and, so one of the memes was like, and you, then, but you guys like Little Kim. Like Little Kim basically carved this out, right? Yeah, I feel like Little Kim was the first. I mean, I'm. But then I was know, thinking, I'm like, sure I was like, going to tell me there was someone raunchy before her, but like, I feel like Little Kim like set Lil the Kim's bar our, for, our for this era. era of like, if you want to be a, a raunchy female rapper, this is it. So. Actually, this is another argument. Okay, so I have multiple thoughts in my head. So the first thought is... Little Kim and Foxy Brown. Maybe. There was... I think They were so, like the same time. Yeah. I love Foxy. Yeah. Um. So I love Little Kim too. Little Kim, Little Kim Hardcore is one of my first albums. Such a good album. Such a good album. My dad owned the tape. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, so... Um, Two things that bothered me about the video is Cardi at one point was wearing like a corset that had her, both of her breasts just hanging out. Okay. And that I was sounds like, cool. I was like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the styling was tight. Like her hair was in a long chain, like a, a long t um, ponytail that was put as a chain. Like the styling was tight. But some of the CGI was like, I don't know if they like threw it together really fast or like whatever or like you guys were trying to be cheesy like 90s throwback kind of like i felt like it was kind of giving that like kid and play like throwback 90s vibe you know where okay. like like parents don't understand video with prince you know like that type of like funny yeah, yeah, yeah. so i don't know if they were trying to be very tongue-in-cheek of the corny in the in the um bad editing or did you guys just throw this together and you guys thought this was good? Because I felt like a lot of like the CGI and special effects were really done shitty. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the opening scene is like it looks like a drone shot flying up to like the mansion or whatever. And it goes by like that spinning like um, uh, fountain. fountain. Yeah. And like that was rendered so poorly. I just looked at it. I was like, you guys couldn't have like got someone to actually fabricate this and like do this. Like, I'm not expecting you to carve it out of stone, but like, it just it didn't look. It looked, of, it, it looked it looked like a fucking a lower a budget. It looked like a video game from like five or ten years ago. I was like, this is not that good. So on top of that, on top of her outfitting, and then also I didn't really like. I felt for us to be in 2000. And 20 with the level of feminism i don't think two women need to act like they're fucking fucking each other and i felt it was almost to a point of like two women rubbing on each other that these two very popular artists that are almost starting a whole new wave of a female rapper right like female rap they're definitely at the forefront yeah i wouldn't say they're <clears throat> starting the wave but they're definitely at the they're forefront. For at the forefront of what has been happening in the last three to five years right okay, yeah um that i would hope that they didn't feel that they needed to play that card um 
I, like I said, I didn't finish it, so I don't really remember. Well, them, like, like think of like them laying down in. Um, there was two. There was the video. There was them swimming. There was very like sexual with the netting on, like they were in the water. Uh-huh. And then there was a the snake scene that they're all on top of each other. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is probably just because I'm a guy. But I just looked at it and I was like, damn, this is hot. <laughs> Maybe I just. There comes a point that like. I, but I'm not when looking at it from a I'm thinking of that p- point when you're put your sexuality is putting on a show rather than your actual sexuality that you're driving driving in with your own your own magma- magnetism if that makes sense. Yeah, and I don't it's know. like girls like oh I'm making out with my best friend because this turns you on. I'm not like this isn't my sexuality. I'm I'm fronting. I'm faking. So are they are they both straight? I think Cardi has. I think she has stories with women. I don't think Meg has. I don't know. But I just also like, does it have to be your, you guys are such phenomenal artists and like rep, like they both have really, doesn't Meg have like a college background or something? I don't know. I, I know they both have like other things to do besides their sexuality. If you're bi or not, like, I don't give a fuck if you're bi. Like that doesn't need, it's the same as like, if a guy's gay, okay. is he like sucking a dick in the video just because he's gay and that's his sexuality? No. Right. Um, <laughs> I just okay. Oh, well, I've got two things here. Mm-hmm. One, uh, I mean, I don't know either of their sexualities, um, but also I just don't care. Uh, you you know. sh- should say it doesn't bother you. You should say you don't care because d- don't okay. care is dismissive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't like whatever way they go. It doesn't bother me. Um, uh, but I also. I find that girls have a tendency to be more critical. No, no, no. Um, well, I'm not saying that. I didn't say that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> no. Um, I find that girls have more of a tendency to be um to explore their their uh sexuality outside mm-hmm. of heterosexuality than men do. Correct. Like I know so many girls who have who would like say they're straight, but they like making out with girls or who would say, uh, like, I'm not bi, but sometimes I fuck girls. And I'm like, OK, well, doesn't that make you bi? Like, I don't get it. But whatever. I'm, it's not me to label what you are. So whatever makes you happy. But that is like a rare thing that you hear a guy say, like, oh, you know, I'm straight, but sometimes when I'm drunk, I like to make out with dudes. So two girls that like whether they're you know at at that celebrity status like who their whole thing is about like i don't want to say their whole thing because i don't want to um diminish all their entire body of work but a large portion of their body of work revolves around them being sexual people or like uh their sexuality and stuff so when i see them like making out in a video it's not even like i think about the straight or the bi thing or anything like that it's just like yeah, that seems on brand. Like that seems like that makes sense. Okay. You know, from like from a <clears throat> I just wondering why they has to be the brand. Um cuz I think that's like it, whenever you meet girls nowadays I f- I feel like for me whenever I meet girls nowadays who are a little more sexually promiscuous uh-huh. with with in general. Uh-huh. They're always about guys and girls. But also like the same thing are d- I feel like that is a sexual intimacy, like rubbing up on a woman. Are you see them rubbing up on a man? 
What do you mean? Well, I guess they're kind of rubbing up on their... I don't know. I just think it's a little more... It, a, pushes the line a little more of what you can do, right? Like, oh, that's acceptable, but nothing else is. And I also think, like... What do you mean, what's acceptable? Like, woman-on-woman, uh, woman, like, being in, like, mainstream television rather than, like, a woman-a-man or man-on-man. Um... <laughs> I kind of get what you're saying, but you almost sound like someone who is like a Westboro Baptist Church person right now. Like you I, sound, uh, well, I'm I know, a walking contradiction, listen, actually. I'm I know so you, conservative in so many of my thoughts, though, I know, too. You know what, though? I think you, I like, just because I've known you for so long, mm-hmm. I think that, like, you, you grew up with a lot of conservative thought patterns, mm-hmm. and you've, like, shattered through so much of them in just, like, the last few years that I've known you especially – but like sometimes I'll hear you say something and I'll be like, I know this isn't what this bitch believes. And then you start talking about it more and like unpacking it. And then you're like, yeah, I guess I don't think that. No, no. I guess that does happen a lot with us. It but it's really also does. I've always I've always been monogamous. So like I will be a freak. I told you about my candy rock blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying I've always um, been very like curious and adventurous. Going back to the first episode, <laughs> um, adventurous with who I'm with, but for me to understand cheating, for me to understand that you could uh, open relationship, I'm still very conservative with. Yeah, but we weren't talking about that. We were just talking about two girls being on each other. In I've a music always video. actually been very. Um, I my mom dated a guy for eight years and. He had a very large family. He had like eight brothers and sisters and his brother was gay and he had AIDS. So I was exposed at a very young age to a gay man that I looked up to and AIDS. So I actually have always been really a partner or like understanding and like a a part of um, gay men. It's been a lot of the other stuff that I haven't. And I don't know if that's my own sexuality. What do you mean the other stuff? So like I would say I would still um, respect a a lesbian at from my childhood on um he also had a sister that like um lived with her best friend forever and like she was probably like i'm not gonna say whatever happened because we lost contact with the family but i would assume that that was probably her partner okay um so i was exposed to both a lesbian and a gay a a gay man um Uh at my early age um so i would say it, it i've been not understanding of trans lives Ah, uh, um, just because you haven't really been exposed to it. Um, I, I, a, I mean, a lot of people haven't been exposed to it. Um, actually, I have. I have been exposed to it. My old employee in um, Urban Outfitters in Los Angeles, um, actually, she was always tomboy, and she transitioned into. I shouldn't say she was a tomboy, but she already, she was that girl that dressed kind of like a little more masculine, and um, she had a. Her, she went by Jesse. I think that was her correct name anyways. Um, and then she transitioned after I left. And I actually gave money to her fund. It's just hard for me when I care Question. about... Question. Uh-huh. And, and I, I don't think you're doing it in a malicious way, but I think you're supposed to refer to her as a him, even oh, though... Oh, you're right. You're even right. Though, I'm sorry. Even yeah. though you're referring to before... Mom had a little no, wine. It's, it's fine. I just like, you know... Thank you. From what I understand... And someone can correct me if I'm wrong. But no, I even should though, still refer even to him. He used to not be um, biologically male. Uh, you would still, even before he 
transition still refer to him as a he. Yeah. From what I understand. No, you're but whatever. Correct. No, no, you're no. Correct. But honestly, it makes it easier for me to understand when you were telling it initially. Because if you would have kept saying he, I would have been like, so he's a he. A sh- yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and he transitioned. Into yeah. Um. To a it's confusing male. times. <laughs> it really is. It's but hard. We're like, doing our. We're. You know what? I've. I gotta commend you. You know, doing both doing our best to adapt and be more aware i am trying to be aware you know the biggest awakening for me was where i grew out of i in order for me to have everything else i care about be covered underneath all lives matter i need to give space for those other things and at least understand it or allow them to have that because my rights do not come before anybody else's and not even or the rights i believe in i'm a little stoned Uh uh-huh and I was kind of lost. And then you said all lives matter. And I was like, what the fuck did she just say? No, I don't. And I'm so confused what you're saying right now. I'm sorry. I'm saying in order for me to think that the things I care about is not, I'm not saying all lives matter is the thing I care about. But in a grand sense, in a utopian sense, at the end of the day, I would love it if all lives did matter, right? Right. If all lives mattered equally. Correct. That I think that's more what you're trying to say. 100%. Yeah. That's what I was, but you're too stoned. I'm saying uh, for all e- things I'm to be equal. I'm actually saying it because there will be one asshole who listens to this and will the only thing they'll take away is that you said all lives matter and like I hope someday and what they're not going to understand what you meant, which is all lives matter equally is like the is the end goal i should not even use that hyper phrase i should say equalism or equal equality <laughs> equality is the word you're looking for <laughs> equality for equality is what matters the most to me and for me to want equality for what i believe in i need to also know that equality needs to exist for these others right which is why like yeah all lives matter when black lives matter because until Black Lives Matter, then you can't say all, you can't say all yeah. lives matter. Correct. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's where I've tried to learn more about trans, um, and it's hard because, like, I was exposed to a gay person, um, a gay man, and a yeah. lesbian woman at an early age. That was personable to me. So at that time, that's only the person I put to that and maybe i understand i respected jesse because i cared about that so person so much but did i almost not i cared about that person being comfortable and happy but did i actually really respect what they were going through um and it's only i only care about that individual person because that personally affects me and that is somebody that's personally in my life correct yeah but i think i think that's but a, that, I think that's that's a, where frailty, fr- frailty. What is it? Fr- frailty. Frailty comes from that. I need to realize that I'm being biased still or a bigot still, right? If it's only the people in my life I care about, no, it should be everybody that's underneath it, right. and that's what I'm learning this year. Right. And I'm trying to understand it. Like I've been seeking out things, and um, like I said, disclosure is a great documentary for that that I learned a lot from. <laughs> documentary well no but it's on netflix guys and it's really really good because it actually talks i love pop culture like the history of it and how things um what culture pop culture oh okay um sounds like you said pulp first pulp um i like pop culture a lot so it it interests me on 
fads and what decades at time were what happened towards that time. So like how fast back actually um, the first huge trans celebrity was. It was like in the 1930s or 40s. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like that, you know, we're just now hearing about it, but it's crazy that it was that far back. It's just like that type of history is what's going to get us through. And it needs to be, you know, the same reason why history being correct showcasing all the other individuals and communities and um what is it and um nationalities that our history includes yeah is what's going to get us you through. mean it's not just white people <laughs> it's not just Colish christopher columbus christopher columbus and a whole lot of white people i'm pretty sure that's all america is god I, man it's crazy it's crazy how much you don't learn in high school i feel like i've learned so much this year i feel like i've learned more about the history of the united states this year than i learned in all of my like schooling from you know I, I went to college for only like a semester. So like, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying in that 12.5 years, <laughs> that's 12.5 years. Exactly. Like I feel like I didn't learn shit. It, I used to joke all the time. I'd be like in school, you learn about the American revolution at least like six of the years you are in school. Yeah, It's like, I, if I learned I knew so much about the fuck. I could tell you so much about the stupid American. Maybe not anymore. I probably smoked it out of my head somewhat. But <laughs> at one point, it'd be like, really? It'd be like two years later. You'd be like, we're doing the fucking American Revolution again. Paul Revere, the fucking Midnight Run. The How Boston did you learn Tea about Party. all the wars? Because you know a lot of knowledge about other wars. Like I don't. I briefly went over like World War One and World War Two and fifth grade. Um, I know a lot about wars. Uh, specifically the Marine Corps element of wars because when you're in Marine Corps boot camp, you have to learn history of the Marine Corps and you have to pass a test oh, okay. to graduate boot camp. How much of that do you think is propaganda? What do you mean? Do you think any of it's like um, sensationalized? Hmm. Um, honestly, the things that you're learning aren't like sensational. I mean, it's more like like, who, look at who, Vietnam. We thought was, we were it, the heroes in it, and we weren't. Yeah, it's more like you need to learn about, like, certain key people in the history of the Marine Corps or certain key battles that the Marine Corps, like, fought and won. It's not like, we won Vietnam. It's, you know, did we win Vietnam? Yes or no? True or false? <laughs> um, but, like, it's more like, you know, like, uh, what did John Bassalone get... Um, a uh, medal of honor for or like you know who were the men who raised the flag on iwo jima and stuff like that <clears throat> how many medals of honor did dan daly win like it's like you learn but through learning the history that you have to do to pass these tests it's just like you learn basic marine corps history and it's just like all the battles and all this shit and the marines have been in every basically every major battle that the american America has been in since America, America, <laughs> since 1775. They were formed November 10th, 1775. Tons Tavern, um, born in a bar, baby. Uh, <laughs> but no. Um, so, I mean, but that's like the stuff you have to learn. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's why I know a lot about wars. But if, it, if it's a war that the Marine Corps didn't fight in, like I, I know more about the Pacific theater um, for 
World War II than I know about the European theater because the Marines didn't really fight in Europe. So I can tell you all about the island hopping campaign and all that shit. But anything I know about like Europe is from like watching like TV shows like Band of Brothers or, you know, watching a movie like Saving Private Ryan. But Marines weren't really in that. So we weren't really taught that history. So I I don't I don't really know like who. But it's all your own like learnings on your own for that type of like history. Right. Like. Yeah, that kind of stuff I learned on my own. I didn't learn that in high school or anything. No, high school. I felt like. I learned about. I don't even know what I don't even think the I American, had social story. It was studies. like the American Revolution, <gasps> Civil War. You know what it was? In um, Las Vegas, social studies was replaced with Nevada history. So I stopped learning um, American history after middle school. After I, I moved here, I love that they call it social studies. I didn't think about this till years later, but like. You're not really studying anything social. They should just call it fucking history. Well, it's to me, funny like social studies, social had, studies in my head, just uh-huh. the name social studies would be more about like learning about different societies and stuff like that. And like, I guess you kind of do, but it's really just fucking history. And it's like the most generic history. It's like well, this year we're doing the Middle Ages. Uh, this year we're doing the Renaissance. Uh, this year we're doing... You know, or like you do the Middle Ages one half of the year, Renaissance the next half. Then there's like another year where it seems everything's about like the American Revolution or Civil War. And you just keep repeating these fucking same courses over and over again in social studies growing up. I had social studies, geography and history. Yeah, see, no, like we didn't have history. Social studies was history. I don't know when it changed. I I wonder if in New York, because up into... Me being in 15. Okay, you know when it changed? Okay, I got this. So, um, <laughs> God. I went to public school up until 13. So I think it was one type, one name then. I think that was history. Mm-hmm. Then I went to private school from 13 into 16 or 15. Um, and that was history. Or or social was, studies, sorry, history, social studies. And I think then when I went to Nevada, maybe it was first geography and then it went into um, Nevada history. Geography? One of them had geography. I don't fucking know, man. I think. Okay, yeah. But um, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know what I think. But you know what I think? Why were always history, social studies, and geography slash teachers hot? They were always the cool ones. I don't, I don't, I couldn't tell you, but I don't really remember most of my teachers, but you want to know what I can tell you? I really didn't learn shit in school. I didn't. Like nothing that has helped me in real life other than like basic math up to algebra. I would say like, you know, basic, al- so horrible math. basic algebra is about as far as math I need for a day to day existence. I learned that in school. Um, I learned, you know, how to like read and write. That's important. But everything else that I learned in school is like fucking useless All i don't the- think they should go far so far into science i think <laughs> like i feel like a science should be like a sub course like either you go into arts or sciences because like yeah, that's fair because like i don't give a fuck about the periodic table yeah and, and like but you might if you want to go into a scientific or medical field you need to know that background but like if you were choosing already arts and i think that at high school level you should already be kind of considering what you wanted to do right yeah 
Or you already know if you're... Most kids are because they're thinking about where they want to go to college because of what they want to major in. Yeah, and you already kind of know if you're the artistic person or if you're that academic person by then. Yeah. Um, So I think those are the two one-offs, but I think history is important. You need to understand your history and culture because you are being a better citizen knowing knowledge of understanding social order. Okay. Um, And then I think math, obviously, yes. Yeah. And English. Okay, now let me ask you this one. Uh-huh. What about PE? No. You don't think kids need physical education? I think PE should actually be, in today's modern age, should be more of a health class. Like a sex ed? Um, which goes right into a meme I wanted to talk about at one point. But <laughs> I think A, um, eating, proper eating and nutrition, because yeah. it is not a part of what a public school gets in their um, food program. Yeah. And are the kids learning it more and more with their parents working two jobs or, or uh, both working households? That's right. We need to teach these kids the food pyramid. <laughs> food pr- pyramid? I <laughs> the think The food pyramid is wrong, though. It is. I'm sorry. But whatever. They should learn... <laughs> Basic health, man. When, Bas- I, when I said when I said food pyramid, I literally thought you were going to be like, no, not the food pyramid. It's wrong. But you were like, yep, the food pyramid. And I was like, what the fuck, bitch? You don't eat the food pyramid. <laughs> but like maybe kids at that time should not be. They should be aware of what a complex carb is, what a, a simple carb is. They should understand those major things and understand basic like working out. And maybe it's not always conventional Western working out, but they should also understand maybe like this is a stretch. This like understand the fundamentals of mental health and physical health. I wonder if like in some schools now in PE they do like a week of yoga. Probably. Remember it'd be like you do a week of baseball and then you do a week of dodgeball and a week of ping pong and shit like that. God, that shit sucked. So like this goes to the meme now that I was um wanting to bring up when you brought up sex education. What do you think talking about your past experience and to know also where what high school what age of sexuality the high school person is probably in now the high school child oh, yeah. um, the high schooler is in now um what These kids choking each other <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think it's so not fair dude they got to skip all the awkwardness and just go straight into the kinky shit right off the bat I bet you they're not going to be that good in bed. It's going to be like... Yeah, honestly, I feel like they're going to like... A dead fish that wants to get fucking beat up. Like... (laughs) (laughs) The internet has fucking wrecked these kids. So Uh, this meme says, we need proper sex ed in our schools. And I'm not talking about use condoms and practice safe sex to get... Not to get STDs. I'm talking about about blackmail, um, coercion privacy and more let's talk about sharing news disclosing why um how many sexual partners and um if your current partner um and you've been with with your partner let's talk about sharing news disclosing how many sexual partners you have with your current partner or marital rape okay what's your point of view like what was your sex ed journey this is a condom this is how you put it on a banana you should wear this if you're gonna have sex how was it conducted (laughs) What do you mean? Like, who conducted it? Who was the teacher that this was responsible? This fucking meathead jock that was my PE teacher. <laughs> it that was in PE, like the me. cliche. Yeah, what age? Uh, I think we did it like maybe our sophomore year of high school. You guys didn't do it before then? Nah. It wasn't um, part of your middle school? No. In middle school, we had like, in middle school, they did this like thing where these like pregnant teenagers came and talked to us. 
like teenagers who'd had babies and shit. And then like it was awkward as fuck because in front of those people they did, they showed us the condom and the banana again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yo, you literally got these girls in here. You know, they're like 18, 19 years old. And they're like sharing their story about like why you shouldn't get pregnant young. And then you're going to be like, this is how you put on a condom on a banana. Like, what the fuck? That's a little fucking like salt on the wound, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was awkward. Um, And those are really the only times I remember any sort of sex ed. And it was like, they weren't. Yeah, they don't teach you. They teach you like the basics of like, okay, I got a few things. For starters, I think they need to rename STDs. Okay, why? Okay, or they're called STIs now, but they need to rename them. Okay, because like (laughs) chlamydia and gonorrhea and syphilis are all curable by penicillin. Uh You can't even cure the common cold with penicillin. They're not that fucking scary. Mm -hmm. Syphilis kind of is. If you let it go, it could possibly rot your brain. But gonorrhea and chlamydia, especially- For both sexes. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I think so. Um, I'm talking about all the three of them are not that scary for both sexes. In my opinion. Okay. I'm just making sure you know you're coming from a place of we instead of you. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> In my opinion, uh-huh. from the male perspective, uh-huh. none of them are that scary because they're curable. I just want to make sure that they're curable for women too. They are. Okay. Yeah. To penicil- the same point. Penicillin, penicillin cures. Okay. These three, it's right? Back to like birth control and fucking like that's really bad for a woman, but a guy pushes that, but you guys aren't going to take fucking back birth control dude i'll go get a vasectomy tomorrow if someone wants to pay for it i don't give a fuck we're gonna start a gofundme for tony hook it up dude i don't want to have kids um but okay back to what i'm saying Mm -hmm. those the word those words though they like it sends like a chill down your spine chlamydia gonorrhea syphilis they're disgusting sounding words when really like uh Chlamydia and gonorrhea could both just be called like the dick sniffles, <laughs> like something. But how about for the vagina? I don't know. Honestly, I've never had any of them. Honestly, most women, uh, from my personal experience, uh-huh. no, from what I know, um, uh, it's not common for women to show symptoms of having chlamydia or gonorrhea. Oh, okay. And so it's more common for a guy to show symptoms. Uh-huh. Um. And then I don't know about syphilis, but I know eventually it can like rot your brain. But like still they're all curable by penicillin. Like you can take one pill and it kills it. Mm. So like they teach people to be so scared of these, these, especially those three, those three STDs. It's like people are terrified of them. And it's like it's really nothing to be scared of. Okay, how about the other STDs? Okay. Now here's my next thought, and this is this is a uh, probably a stupidly controversial. controversial opinion here, but like the next one is like herpes, right? Uh-huh. You can't cure herpes, uh-huh. but most people who contract herpes never actually have a flare up of herpes, oh. and thus they never spread herpes. In fact, this kid was telling me who was like a med student. He was uh-huh. like, "Yeah, typically they don't test you for herpes because like." Pretty much everyone has herpes. What? But like you can't spread it unless you like unless it's flared up. And then he also told me that the majority like over 90 percent of people who have one herpes outbreak in their life 
rarely have another one ever again. It's like it comes, it goes, and it's just like it's in your body. You have herpes, but you can't spread it unless you've got like an outbreak going on. And most people only have one outbreak ever. Oh my god. Which is yeah. This. Okay. And so that so okay, so like so my Not- my controversial opinion is like for the majority of people, herpes isn't really that fucking scary because, like, you might have an outbreak, you might not. Then there's HPV, which mm-hmm. pretty much everyone fucking has, mm-hmm. and that is scary because it can be scary for women. It Did really... you actually know that you can actually, like, I'm finally, I had HPV, and I'm now HPV-free. I actually thought once you had it, you always had it. Oh, no, I was unaware. Yeah, Um. so you can actually... I don't know how. Like, you can't take a medicine. I didn't... sounded like you just dinged a bell. Ding! Here's a fact. Um, I don't... You can't take a pill. There is a um, a vaccine. Yeah, uh, I know there's a vaccine. But, but, yeah, you can't take, like, anything to get rid of it. But um, the hope says that you do from my under- push it out of your body. Interesting. Because from my understanding, I know it, it can cause... Ovarian Ovi- cancer. Ovarian cancer. Well, there's over like a hundred or multiple hundred types of strands, so it's only a certain a select. Certain select yeah. yeah. And then for men, from what I understand, it doesn't do anything. No, not really. It's a female. Um, Damn. Women getting the shit under the stick again. So my sex education was. Um, oh, and then we learned about AIDS. Oh, and and um, sorry, I I cut you off there, but I was just saying the end of it was we learned about AIDS. Mm-hmm. And we learned about um, what's the shit that Pam Anderson has? Oh, um, hepatitis C yeah. or something like that. Those are, I think, the scariest, aren't they? I don't really remember what they taught us they're about. Blo- they're blood diseases. I yeah. think, like, for you know, to your to your argument, there is a point there that we almost hyper. Learn the ones that were a the lowest fruit and crabs like crabs was terrifying. Yeah, it's but like, like, but they're all like dissolvable, right? Yeah. Compared to dissolvable. I, I do not know really what syphilis is, um is it syph no I do not really know what hepatitis is and that's a blood disease yeah. and so is AIDS. Yeah. I obviously know what agent AIDS and HIV is. I um, wonder what they teach kids about AIDS and HIV now because when I was a kid there was no real treatments or anything for it so it was like if you get it you die. Anyway, that is another on. great calling question for anybody that's like yeah. um 2015 and above. <laughs> yeah, if if you went to high school in the last couple years, let us know if they what they taught you about AIDS and HIV cuz from my understanding now it's like if you get HIV or AIDS, there are medications that basically like um suppress it. Mm-hmm. So it's like as long as you're on the meds, you're good. And then and There's also been some um like studies that actually there's like two cured people oh wow see i, I don't know about that but um, then it's I also, blood transfusion also um prep mm-hmm. which is also an interesting thing too that like if you take that you can't contract aids mm-hmm. it scares me what the drug is though i'm one of those people that's like very wary of the drug i take yeah i get that but i don't think i shouldn't say this i hope that i'm safe enough in my other preventative measures that i don't that will stop me from being exposed to aids rather than me taking prep like i would rather practice safe sex or to my point abstinence okay let me ask you this Uh, question uh if there was a vaccine for aids no 
you wouldn't take it. Mm-mm. So you would risk getting AIDS instead of taking. I the don't vaccine. think it's a risk when I'm safe. Are you an anti-vaxxer, Mo? Um, I'm just very questionable about the things I put in my body, and you know that. <laughs> yeah, but I never really thought of you from an anti-vaxxer. I'm sense. not an anti-vaxxer, but I think um. If there was 100% somebody who was like, you're going to get this unless you, t-, like a cancer, I might take a cancer one, to be honest. Yeah. Cancer scares the fuck out of me. But AIDS doesn't. Because there's nothing I, preventative I can do for... Um, okay, qu- okay. now let me mm-hmm. put it this way. You've caught AIDS mm-hmm. in this hypothetical scenario. Mm-hmm. Are you going to take the pill that suppresses it? Oh, 100, Yeah. So you're going to put that drug in your body, but not a drug to prevent you from getting AIDS. Because I don't know what my risk factor is. What's the risk factor of getting AIDS? Well, what's the risk factor? What's the side effects of the suppression drug? I don't know. You don't know. I probably, knowing me, would do something majority holistic and really review the rest of my drugs. I probably wouldn't do the whole course. I probably would fight them on what they want to put into my body. And I would do significant research. And I would probably do something... I ninety percent of my practice would be holistic. I'd be every day a fucking acupuncture. We can't get to do this conversation. What? I'm just gonna keep tearing into you here. I'm slowly, slowly just whittling my way into a way to just completely destroy you, and I don't want to do it. Destroy? You sound crazy. No, dude. I don't. How do I sound crazy? I just like, I don't know. You sound like an anti-vaxxer to me. I'm not right an now. anti-vaxxer. It's just not one of the first things that I want to put in my body. Where are you going to do this research on Google? Um, multiple, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to Google it different ways, and whatever comes up on the first fucking page. I'm going to read books. Going. I also read books. What's the last book you read? Um, I was reading, and I'm still reading. <laughs> Dianetics. <laughs> Eat a dick, Tony. He fucking has a little fucking too much to drink, and he's just fucking Mr. Ego right now. Um, the l- <laughs> I'm just imagining you reading Dianetics. I don't even know what book that is. It's like basically the book that um, Scientology like is built off of. No. I um, was reading a book by Samantha Libby, her newest one, um, which is a bunch of short stories, and I forget what this one is. Um, oh, like, um, no thank you. Like, I... This is growing up. No, thank you. Okay. Um, she's hilarious at short stories, but since you don't want to hear about my fucking sex education, fucking no, no, no. Tell me about your sex education. I don't know how we. Because you're a dick. No, because we we're, we were talking about STDs, and then I didn't even get done with my list of STDs, and you were like, "Well, my sex education." <laughs> And then, then you have That's revealed cool. that you're an anti-vaxxer and a flat earther. I am not. <laughs> and birds aren't real. I, you I know what? I don't believe birds are real, though. I, <laughs> okay, who's the crazy one? That I want to know the things I'm putting in my body, and I think that actually food and health and other, like, Eastern, more long-practicing medicine could do something for my body than rather a chemical. I sound fucking crazy. I don't think you sound crazy, but like, I mean, that's, that's responsible to think like that. But also if I, I think I strongly, actually me and doctor got, maybe this is why he don't want me to spend the night. <laughs> Cause definitely on our first d- date, I was like, yeah, I don't believe in Western medicine. <laughs> so- okay. Yeah. Maureen. So <laughs> Let me just break down what happened on that date for you real quick, okay? Uh-huh. 
he thought you were hot. Uh-huh. You guys went on the date. Uh-huh. You started talking. Oh, fuck. And you basically said what you have spent your life working towards and achieving, which is being a surgeon, I think is fucking stupid. And I don't believe in that. More or less, that's kind of what you said to the man. No wonder he hasn't <laughs> fucked you. <laughs> but he You basically did to him what I was complaining about in the beginning where it's like someone is just a fucking idiot when they're talking yeah. to you on a date. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh god. When are you going to get a time machine cuz there's so many things I need to take back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well that's embarrassing so um hope you don't listen okay (laughs) god damn it um so my sex education story is interesting because i also went to private school in my middle school years so how um, many years of sex ed did they give you one, it was it was like I think in like social studies, I had a side course, like maybe two weeks. Okay. And then I also had it in Nevada in high school. Yeah. So and um. In St. Joseph's Academy in Niagara Falls, New York, a nun taught me sex ed. Wow. And it was more about um. If you have sex before marriage, you're going to hell. The only thing that they really said not to do is masturbate. And my mom got really upset because my mom at that time was... Was masturbating a lot? That's gross, Tony. Okay, don't talk. My mom at that time was working at um, a school. My mom's a guidance counselor. At that time, my mom was working for like a parenthood high school because the underage teenage mothers in Niagara Falls with a huge rise. And so they developed a high school for them. And um, it, so my mom was a guidance counselor for like, and a lot of them were like lower poverty level, um, um, young student mothers. And so it was a high school that had a daycare and then they still continued their education. But like, she was also brought in for like a lot of, um, like one person, she had Down syndrome and she didn't even understand that she was, she was pregnant. Like my mom had to teach them that. So my mom was, Damn. yeah, my mom was furiated that um, they taught, they told me not to masturbate. She's like, masturbate all you want. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking have sex. Um, I, I'm not even going to ask the question. Never mind. Keep going. Um, and then in Las Vegas, where you have class sizes that are like 30. And um, you're just trying to teach a bunch of horny kids that are already having sex already about sex. It was more about STDs and the health. I, yeah. I never got shown how to wear a condom. Really? Yeah. They I, never did the condom on the banana, I think huh? because maybe I went to high school in Las Vegas. It was a, mil- it was a middle school education. Yeah. And I was taught that Christ is the savior and not to touch your fucking own vagina. Oh, yeah. Also, they wouldn't, they wouldn't teach contraception yeah. in fucking a Catholic school. Yeah. Which is also fucking insane. <laughs> um, but whatever. I guess like if that's what you signed up for. Um you know what's funny though? Uh-huh. I remember even in like seventh grade when they or seventh or eighth grade, whatever it was, when they showed us the condom on the banana the first time, looking at it and being like, Yeah, but my dick doesn't look like that. How's it gonna work <laughs> like that? You really thought that? 
like it's a moldable piece. Yeah, but like a banana like comes to like a point and like a dick has like a head on it. And I just thought to the my... point is for your fucking sperm to go into. It's a no, bank. No, I'm not talking about the fucking reservoir at the top of the condom. Oh, I'm okay. talking about a banana comes to a point. There's uh-huh. not like a head on a banana like there is on a penis. And in my head, I just kept thinking like, is Do it you gonna... have egg dick, Tony? Were you worried that your egg dick could go into it? <laughs> No, it's got a big tip. I don't know what to say. I just remember thinking, is it gonna work the same on like in like seventh grade? Like, I don't got a pointed little fucking weird looking dick like that. Like, uh. um, yeah. So, do you think sex education to evolve besides just changing the names? Like, should it talk about what? You know, sexual, I think it kind of maybe talked about, like, knowing actually, like, sexual permission and knowing, like, when... Oh, they didn't talk to us about that at all. I don't remember. It was so long ago. But, like, I do think that they should talk about those things. No, there needs to be, like, kids need to be taught... I think kids need to be taught about consent. Maybe not on a sexual level, but just in general, like, on a personal level, at a very young age. So when you teach it in sex ed, it's already, like, um, like I'm a, not a foreign. Like a yeah. thought in someone's head of, like, being, um, you know, making sure that you have permission to, like, oh, can I braid your hair? You need to ask Peggy if you can braid her hair before you just start touching her hair. You need to get consent from her to allow you... To, or, for her to allow you to touch her because otherwise that's against her consent and like stuff like that. Like you, you know, stuff like just teaching kids like about consent, but maybe not making it sexual at a young age. So once they get to that age of learning in in STD, (laughs) (laughs) learning in sex ed about that kind of stuff, when you teach kids about consent for sex, it's already like, well, yeah, obviously I would ask before I just had sex with someone, you know, like I wouldn't assume I could do whatever I want or whatever, you know. Um, Especially, did you guys have like a business course that like taught you how to like fill out a resume and like? No. Oh, we had like balancing a checkbook and stuff. Jesus Christ, that's so advanced. No kids have that shit. I feel like everyone I talked to was like, I wish they would have taught me like about how to do it, like how to balance my checkbook which i mean who the fuck does that i don't anymore? want that you know what i wish they taught about was fucking student loans yeah they don't they they need to i mean like you just granted i went to a public <clears throat> high, um college versus like a like a large um college institution mm-hmm. so maybe the counselors are a little because i went for to a for-profit essentially so um I wonder if it's a different experience at like a regular college. I don't know. I didn't go to college. <laughs> you went for half a year. Yeah, kind of. I'm going to give you that. Night, you got some credit somewhere. Night courses, dude. <laughs> night courses for a semester. I. Uh, but to back you, to that conversation about business at, and like business education and resumes and stuff, they should almost talk about like work malpractice and like how oh, yeah. and like is that a crossover almost like, Hey, like what is proper, like how to carry yourself and be a, like what your boss is allowed to do and what your rights and not. And like also sexual harassment. Yeah. I mean, I think all that stuff should be taught and it should be taught, right? Like it shouldn't be like a, a experience that you learn from. And I think it also should be like, I don't think 
I think you can, that's why I'm saying at a young age, you need to teach kids about consent and stuff like that because kids' brains are so moldable. But by the time they're in like seventh or eighth they're grade, they're not absorbing that. They're, they've already kind of started to like develop into the type of person they're going to be. And yeah. not saying people can't change or anything like that. But like, um, so a lot of those things, I feel like you need to start teaching like on a simpler scale at a younger age. So when they get to an age where their brain can rationalize like a lot of those kinds of things, they've already been learning, like just using consent again as the example mm -hmm. of like, you need to have consent before you can touch so-and-so or whatever, you know? Um, My first thought when you were saying that is, are we going to go to a world that like, think of the things like when a community <sighs> was so loving, right? And we talk about this with your father that, um, the sense of community is kind of gone, right? Yeah. And think of like, I don't, I'm not as loving as I see other people in past generations, just like touchy feely. Are we going to go to a place that it's not going to, it's going to be cold and it's not going to be warm and people aren't going to touch. But I think you're almost going to feel more appreciated, loved and warm, that warmth if you're asked all the time, if you're considered. Yeah. Maybe, possibly. I don't know, though. I mean, like, I just feel like... I don't I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying at this point, honestly. Or maybe, I, like, as humans, this is the boundaries that we need to be taught. And it's just... I do think we need to teach people to respect people's personal space. And, I mean, obviously, like, if you and I just were friend like if we just met each other like a week ago like outside of like the coffee shop or something had a good conversation if the second time i saw you i walked up to you and i went to hug you and you were like oh i'm sorry like no like i feel like that's a fair thing to say but like people would feel awkward about that you know like but now if i see you every fucking day for like six months straight when i see you yeah i'm probably gonna feel comfortable enough because i know like between us that I could like give you a hug and you're going to reciprocate or whatever. Right. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is, is I, I don't know. I just think but some you know, people like, just don't know how to fucking, we always need people. to adjust. We need to evolve in our education as our society changes. Right. So like at one point in time, that didn't need to be a part of the curriculum because we were conservative society. Right. So like Joey didn't touch Jan Jane. Like it took him like, six months of courting before like they had their first kiss right yeah so, but did that really ever happen i think so i think really it, you don't think like jane was sometimes just fucking dudes on the first date i don't know i think we were from a lot conservative society that like i mean i definitely think that you know there was a, a way of courting and it was um a, a respectful or it the order it was more of objective to be polite than anything else okay i still don't think it was really like that though okay well if you're like <laughs> if do you're... we have anybody in our user group that's in like the 80s <laughs> i'll have to check the analytics here's the thing like for real i think i don't know i just think people have always been kind of the same but you know as, that's a, as, a total lie right there from that like as, talk, look at the medievals look at like any time before and I'm that i'm sure they were just fucking too because <laughs> as time has gone on right okay okay well then look at the romans they were very open with their sexuality mm -hmm. 
the dudes it was normal for dudes to fuck dudes mm-hmm. like it wasn't like there wasn't like a gay straight thing it was just like this is just the world we people fuck <laughs> you know what i'm saying and they were like very open with their sexuality i think like do you know where you roman i think no but i mean i've read about it and shit anyway um fuck off dude <laughs> step off my dick but like i think as religion and stuff slowly intertwined itself and everything people became much more conservative but like that was conservative in the sense of like this is what you're supposed to do but i mean like at the end of the day everyone gets those primal urge to fuck when they're with someone that they really fucking like and i don't think it was like personal opinion i would be shocked if my you grandpa, think they were choking people? I would be sh- no, I don't think that. But so I would be. So then maybe sh- they would, also waited a while to have sex. No, I would be shocked if my grandpa did not fuck my grandma before they were married. Okay. Ask. On both sides. Will you write them? They would never admit to it. <laughs> Why not? Because, I feel like your grandma would. Uh, I don't know. No, she wouldn't. Even if she had, and I mean because like. That was like society and like that's what is ingrained in them is like this is what you're supposed to do. But at the end of the day, it's like primal human urge like you're going to fuck, dude. And I believe that everyone fucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why people got married fast because they wanted to fuck. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. If you're over the age of 80 or 90. <laughs> please call in or have your. Oh call my God, in and what, let us know how long you know, you've we, been fucking. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I hope you guys will have a blessed, beautiful week and I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> XOXO. <laughs> T and Mo out. <laughs>